Hey, my name is Alyssa Wolf, and as a chronic pain specialist, I am on a mission to empower you to tackle your chronic pain naturally by uncovering hidden truths about pain and exposing the deeper cause. I aim to help you transform your relationship with pain because you've been in this relationship for long enough and you deserve better. You just need a little help to get out of it. And that is what the Chronic Pain Breakup Podcast is all about. I'll be busting pain management myths, teaching you some of the mind-blowing neuroscience of pain, and help you overcome some of the roadblocks that are keeping you from seeing real, long-term improvements in pain. Stick with me, and in no time, you'll learn the keys to breaking up with stubborn pain so you can get back to doing what makes you, you, and living your fearless and fulfilling life. So if you have chronic pain and are looking for no-fluff, natural, science-backed pain relief solutions, pull up a seat and get cozy because you are in the right place. Let's get started. Today, I want to talk about something that we all tend to struggle with, and that's mom guilt, because it's something that every mom struggles with, and I've had to learn some hard lessons about being a mom before I could ever become a mom. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because Mother's Day wasn't that long ago, and it's hard being a mom, right? And most women spend their lives growing up longing to get married and start a family. All my friends growing up in high school and in college talked about how they dreamed of becoming a mom and it made me feel like such an outsider. I never actually dreamt of having kids. In fact, I was perfectly fine with never having kids at all. And people used to tell me things like, oh, you'll want them eventually or some other BS around like my clock ticking or something like that. But I honestly thought, I was going to be someone who never had kids and if you are someone watching and you and you don't have kids or you chose not to have kids or you couldn't have kids that's okay there's nothing wrong with that and I understand how different you probably feel because I felt that same way I felt like something was wrong with me but here's the thing I always felt like the reasons I didn't want kids were selfish reasons okay Like I thought the reason I didn't want to have kids or the reason why my clock wasn't ticking was because I was too selfish. I had the desire to be somebody, to make a difference in the world. And honestly, I didn't want to sacrifice all my time and energy and my body. I didn't need a baby to make me happy. And I was happy with the the way that things were. And to me, there was this culture of being selfless around being a mom, right? Like the more selfless you are, the better a mom you are. And I had dreams of making a difference in the world. I was never going to be ready to give up myself, my identity, my career, my purpose, my health, or my marriage. Have a great day. Ignore that, it's my my Google letting me know what time it is. Um, I believed that Being a mom meant that I had to sacrifice my dreams and desires because that's what I had been trained to believe. What I realize now is that I was feeling mom guilt before I ever became a mom. And that pre-mom mom guilt was preventing me from being a mom for a really long time. And I only, the only reason I decided to have a baby, full disclosure, was to save my marriage. Okay. And I hope that you don't judge me for that, but that's what my husband needed. And ultimately I decided that I would have to 
make that sacrifice for him. And that was something that I needed to do if I wanted to keep my marriage. And that was a decision that I made because it was worth it to me. Okay. So anyway, um, I was feeling all this mom guilt even before I was a mom and maybe you can relate, right? Like maybe you're still struggling with some of that mom guilt. Let me know in the chat if you're struggling with mom guilt or, um, and what that looks like for you. Maybe your mom guilt is layered with the guilt of being chronically in pain, right? Like, let me know in the chat. Maybe you hate that you can't play with your kids. Maybe you're ashamed that your house is always a mess or that you don't have the energy to do anything but the same old sweatpants and sweatpants and messy bun. Maybe you feel bad about having to spend money on doctor visits and maybe you feel guilty about being tired and irritable all the time for having no energy. If that's you, let me know. Let me know in the chat. And today I want to share with you some of the hard lessons that I had to learn about mom guilt. Okay, so here we go. So the first one, the first lesson is this. I learned that I needed to define what kind of mother I wanted to be to define who I am and how I wanted to live. And then I had to model it for my child. So that is lesson number one. Lesson number one is to kind of define what kind of mother you want to be, who you are, and how you want to live, okay? Because for me, to ultimately be okay with becoming a mom, I needed to be told that it's okay to be me, to be Alyssa Wolf, and to be a mom at the same time. And no one told me that. Instead, while I was pregnant, I eventually had to realize that the most loving thing that I could do for my child was to model what it looks like to be both a loving mom and an individual with her own dreams and desires. That was something that I truly needed to recognize that I got, that I had to define what mother, you're going to hear my kid in the background, um, but I had to define what motherhood meant and who I wanted to be as a mom and what I wanted my life to look like as a, my own person and as a mom. Because the idea of what I had in my mind of what it meant to be a mother was not what I wanted for myself, okay? In my mind, I wasn't okay with being the mother that the world had modeled for me. I knew that I needed to create my own definition of motherhood that made sense for me. And once I knew what that looked like, then it would become my goal to model that for my child. I wanted to model what it looked like to be um, a loving mother, a loving person, someone who takes time to listen and understand their child and their friends and family, who taught their child uh, hard work and not taking themselves too seriously at the same time, who had fun but worked really hard. And I wanted to be someone who... Um, her kids would be able to, to be proud of and look up to with respect, who would see an example of someone who truly cared about making a difference in the world, no matter what cost, um, someone who valued her own physical health and mental well-being. That's who I wanted to be. And I needed to define what that was for myself in order to make it my goal to then model that for my child. So rather than being a mom whose entire identity is wrapped up in her kids, you can choose to be a mom who models what it looks like to be resilient, 
to be dedicated to her own health and to make choices that benefit her own needs. Okay. Then the second thing I realized is that I needed to uh, realize that prioritizing myself, my own needs is not being selfish. Okay. So when I don't get enough sleep or I don't get enough alone time because I'm a huge introvert or I don't get time to work out or I don't get to work on my business, I'm not a good mom, right? When I don't get to prioritize my needs, I become resentful. I become irritable, mentally distracted and exhausted, right? Like, can anyone else relate to that? Like I had to realize the hard way that burning the candle on both ends, trying to be everything for everyone and putting my needs for sleep and recovery and personal growth and development aside meant that I couldn't be the selfless mom that I was trying to be. Instead, I learned that despite the mom guilt I initially felt around taking time for myself or taking time out to work or work out, I had to be okay with prioritizing some of my needs above my other responsibilities. And ultimately that meant that I gained the ability to be a better mom. And it meant that I was modeling self care and self health care for my child. So taking time for myself is what makes me a better mom and quite frankly, a better spouse as well. When I gained that perspective, I realized that actually everyone wins when I prioritize myself. And that meant that I no longer could use my family as an excuse not to do something because I wouldn't want my son to grow up and find out that I didn't take care of my own needs because of him. I wouldn't want to put that burden on him. That would ultimately break his heart if he grew up and found that out. And it would break my heart as well. So I actually need to go on my walks or my runs for him. I need to choose to prioritize my health for him instead of using him as an excuse like, oh, I don't have time because I need to do X, Y, Z with my son or for my son. Okay. So then the next big thing that I found to be super important is that I need to bring my family into the vision that I want for my life. Now, right now, my son is too young to really understand why all of this is important to me. But this is something that I've had to teach my spouse and my friends and family about. And for you, if you have older kids or kids who are a little bit older than a toddler, um, it will be helpful to let them in on your vision of what you want for your life and what you need for yourself, right? You'll want to help them understand why this is important to you, especially if prioritizing yourself is something new that you haven't done before. Okay. Like don't be afraid to show them how you're struggling, explain it to them, tell them what you're dealing with, what you're really dealing with and how much you've been suffering because your vulnerability will inspire them and teach them resilience as well. So model that for them and then invite them to get involved in your journey. Kids love to feel like they're a part of your life and you need to show them that it's okay to, for them to get involved. You can have them go on walks with you. You can have them help you with your stretches. You can have them be a part of your drills and part of your rehab um, exercises. They can do them with you. They will love doing some of the brain-based drills and they will no doubt be fascinated with the science of it all, right? And you'll always want to 
relate all of that back to why it's important. Why does mommy need to do these things? Why does mommy need to take time to herself? Why is that important? Why is it important? And here's, and this is how you can help, right? So the last lesson that I've learned about mom guilt is that I needed to be okay with letting other people help me. And so for me, as a total control freak and a perfectionist who is now a mom, I needed to realize that it is healthy for my son to spend time with and learn from and communicate with a variety of other people besides just me. And whether you have chronic pain or not, whether you're on a mission to get better or strong and stronger or not, at times you're going to need to the help of others so that you can, from time to time, make your health and your own life your top priority instead of your kids. And that's okay. There is no shame in asking for help or there's no shame in investing in help if it means that you get to prioritize yourself and what you really need. And what that means for you is that means that you'll have to let go of the guilt of other people caring for your kids and realizing that you are entitled to a life outside of being a mother and your kids are entitled to a life where you are not their entire world. So in the end, there's so much stigma and shame around parenting and being a mom and prioritizing your children. And because of that, we all have our own experiences with mom guilt. And sometimes the mom guilt is what's getting in the way of our own healing. And if that's you and you're thinking maybe for the first time ever that maybe it's possible that I've been holding back on my own needs because I had to be a mom first or I thought I had to be a mom first, right? Like if you didn't have time for yourself because you had to care for everybody and everything else first, then maybe there wasn't enough time to sleep or there wasn't enough time or energy left to prepare healthy meals for yourself or there wasn't enough time or energy left to exercise or work out or work on your own mental health or physical health. Maybe there wasn't enough financial resources left to get you the kind of care that you truly need and deserve because all of the time and energy and financial resources have been spent on everyone and everything else because you're your own last priority. So if you're thinking maybe for the first time ever that maybe that's me and that sounds like my story, like I'm here to tell you that it's okay to prioritize yourself because when I was afraid to have a kid experiencing mom guilt before I ever, before I ever was a mom, I needed to be told that it was okay to prior to prioritize my own needs because no one told me it was okay to prioritize my health while I was a mom. No one told me that it was okay to ask for help. And no one told me that I could define the type of mother that I wanted to be and that I could get my own family involved in the vision that I had for myself. But ultimately learning these hard lessons made me be a better mother, right? It forced me to make choices that benefited me which made me more present and more intentional about what I do and how I act. And I know what I need to be happy and healthy. And sometimes I have to prioritize those needs over my other responsibilities. And that's okay. Right? So if that's you, if you've been struggling with mom guilt, 
being the thing that's kind of held you back from prioritizing your health and your recovery, I want you to know that it's okay. It's good for your kids. It's not selfish. And everyone benefits from having the more present, energetic, spontaneous version of you. It's not okay to use your kids as an excuse to put off doing what your body needs. It's not okay to put off what your mental and physical health needs. Okay, so I hope that me sharing my experience today was helpful to you. I know that I personally am going to have like a huge vulnerability hangover after sharing this information and that's then that's okay because if it means that I've empowered at least one of you today, then I've done my job, right? Someone needs to be the one who's going to tell you that it's okay, that you're not being selfish by prioritizing your needs, your dreams, your desires. So please share your thoughts in the comments. Let me know what you took away from this talk today. I honestly do want to hear your thoughts. So that's all I have for today. I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Chronic Pain Breakup Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And if you want to take this relationship to the next level, you can connect with me and other pain crusaders inside my private Facebook group, Battling Chronic Pain with Neuroscience, where these episodes are actually recorded live. And I'd love to hear from you. Share your questions and biggest struggles with your chronic pain recovery journey by reaching out to me on Facebook or on Instagram at Pain Crusader. Thanks again for listening and never stop learning.